four months, five months. Uh, everybody who you think had some ability to have some authority on this has always said, we're not out of the woods. It's not over. It, it just, no, you can't do it. The virus has a mind of its own. The virus doesn't know what political, well, apparently the virus does know what political party. Yeah. Yeah. From. There's but, a, there's it, a bias. There's an absolute bias. Right. Here. right. That's <laughs> what, is, is that going to be the excuse, Britt? Is they, are they going to actually claim that the virus needs to be investigated? There Look, needs to be. Well, no. a, a, I mean, these are, again, these are jokes. These are jokes we used to make that are turning into Reddit threats that are going to control the country. I mean, there'll be an investigation over whether Joe Biden helped and Anthony Fauci created this thing in Wuhan to go after Republicans. That That's going to be the, the latest Reddit threat. And there, there's going to be an investigation. And then there, you'll have to seriously ask a question. If somebody will be Joe, you know, stupid ass Ducey will ask a question of Joe Biden. Would you uh, would you be in favor of an investigation to find out if the Wuhan virus was created to target Republicans? And then he'll and he'll he'll whisper he'll whisper into a microphone and people will go crazy and say that that's just a, a, you know another sign that he's demented and he yeah. has no brainwaves at all. That's that'll be that's the that'll be the next outrage, right? Nice, nice uh, setup and nice Thank following you. along the the uh, the pattern. Uh, well, we I, have I, a little pattern right in front of us here. We can fit in almost any subject the, we need to and. As they say, as Forrest Gump said, I'm not a smart man, but I do know the playbook. I mean, I'm, I'm aware of what their playbook is. I I want to play a new game because sometimes you come with a list of topics and you're like, this, this, and you, do you want to pick this first? I, I, I want to play a new game called, is it too stupid for us to talk about? Okay? You, you, are you ready to play? Because sometimes I'll bring up a topic and go, no, that's just too stupid for us to talk about. So I'm... Okay. I will flash a picture on the screen for those of you who are watching. For those of you who are listening to this on demand, I will explain what's going on. Brad will decide, is this too stupid for us to talk about? Go ahead. Mr. MyPillow Mike Lindell sets an August date for the bonkers Trump reinstatement theory. Get these communists out. Brad, I ask you, is that too stupid for us to talk about? Um, yes, but let's talk about it. <laughs> We will now go take the lower road as we talk I, about Mike Lindell, the I, former crack addict who is now apparently Donald right. Trump's big cheerleader in the world. Right, because I, I I fully admit I have not seen that story. That makes it better. That makes it better when, well, when, when you throw something at me that for some reason I just – is that from today or is that from over the weekend? July the 5th, so it was all the way yesterday. Yeah. So here's it, Mike Lindell who has been talking about a mid-August. They're going to reinstate it. Maybe reinstated. Apparently, the tanks will roll right into Tiananmen Square. Oops, I mean DC, and there will be Supreme Court decisions, and the angels will descend from the heavens. And not only that, he's now he's got a date certain. Go ahead, mark your calendars, flip your calendars. It's August the thirteenth. Apparently, something will be happening. Decisions coming down. Not only is Donald Trump going to be reinstated as as president, which totally is legal and right in line with with you know, the precepts of our constitution, but apparently there are some down ballot senators who will also be taking office and the Democrats will be set to lose the United States Senate, Brett. Oh, so, so like in Georgia, the, uh, uh, uh Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff will be tossed out and, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the cheerleader and the, the, uh, idiot, uh, David, what the hell was his name? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you said. Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. Purdue. They will, they will get their get, – is that, is that what's going to happen? Okay. Apparently, um, that this is what's going to happen. And Lindell, of course, has some sort of cachet among really insane people. Uh, no, no. W who does he have cachet? He has cachet among no one. Well, See, not – that's. <laughs> I wish that I were can, true. I can confidently say that, that he has a constituency of none. Maybe one in, in, you know. You can't even say down in Marl. He's not there anymore, right? He, no, he's gone no. for the summer. Wherever he's up in is. Jersey. He's up in Jersey, yeah. I think. Or in the or he's in the the uh, the stupid tower in yeah in Manhattan. Uh, and by the way, I, I know it's it's a little soon to say this. The wrong tower fell. Okay, <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> As we come up on 20 years, hashtag too soon. Yeah, the wrong tower fell. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's horrific! Yeah, so that yeah. that all right. It, so wait, see, here's any the further discussion. Any further no, discussion? No. See, on that, on that, on a story like that, we we shouldn't talk about it. We just did. But what we need to do is we need to not give it any longer amount of 
yeah. examination than it deserves. You got another one? You got another one? Well, that's too, it, it, that I, I, too as a coda, I will say, it does remind me of those preachers that would say the end of the world is coming on February 15th or whatever. And then it would come and they'd be, no, 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 no I was wrong, March 8th. No. And then it would keep kicking the can right. down the well, road. I, I think we need to apologize to all goalposts who are invoked <laughs> here where they you keep moving the goalposts for the end of the world. No, you go to a football game, they don't move the goalposts. The goalposts are always down on the zero yard line, and he, no, nobody's moving those goalposts. So, uh, okay, n- next is, next story. This one is a personal pet peeve of mine, and it may not be too stupid for you. It's uh, Shikari Richardson, the young lady who uh, has been suspended by. Uh, she qualified for the Olympics as a sprinter. Uh, she tested positive for pot. She said she smoked the pot because she was feeling a lot of anxiety because her mother had just died. Uh, she's been kicked out. Now, my pet peeve on this is that the quote that they're they're showing from Joe Biden is the rules are the rules. And that's it. And Joe Biden is a hard ass. And Joe Biden hates black people. And Joe Biden doesn't understand this woman's pain. The full quote was not just that. The rules are the rules. He continued, whether they should remain the rules is a different issue, but the rules are the rules. I think that entire quote is very different than just saying, fuck you, you get what you get and sit on the sidelines and pound salt. Do you agree right. with me or do you think that that's fine? No, I, I, I agree. And... Um, you know how the world works. If you play the, he took me out of context game, you always yeah, lose because we, we, we do not have the, the mental capacity to want to know more than what upholds whatever prejudice we have or predisposed position that we have on anything. Clearly, I think the first thing that, that I thought of, I'm sure you thought of it, Probably you thought of it if you're listening or, or watching when you heard the story was, wait a minute. They will ban you from sports like running where it's all about speed, where it's exactly, all, yeah. all about energy. If they detect some marijuana in your system, and um, uh, I have enough experience with marijuana, and so do you. And even if you don't have experience with marijuana, you you've seen enough movies where they act it out that there is not a lot of upside in terms of energy level and initiative and speed, running speed, swimming speed, jumping speed involved. In other words, it's not a performance enhancing drug. It's it's not even close to that. So you get back to the Joe Biden quote. And you ask yourself, how did this become a a substance that they decided, if you tested for it, that it would mean automatic ejection? And and we know what the answer is. It was part of whatever remnants there have been for a hundred years of reefer madness across the spectrum of of cities and towns and countries and 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 and. And, and panic and, and, and irrationality. And uh, again, we, we just can't seem to, to get past that. And then you add in the broad stupidity of the Olympic Committee, yeah. and the rule makers on the Olympic Committee who are arbitrary, they are bribed, they are compromised, they're out of touch for a long time. You know, none of them were under the age of 97. So, so, so everything is wrong with the store. So, yes, on the most bare technical interpretation of what happened, yes, she broke the rules. You're gone. But uh, if there is no room in the law or even in a case like this for compromise or understanding or it's sad, it's terrible. I feel bad for her. And uh, we could play the whataboutism games all day long about other people who have well, sure. things, gotten away with things. Or I, I think the first name that came up when this story broke was Michael Phelps. Right. Because Michael Phelps got nailed, but he got nailed out of season. He got nailed, uh, was it for marijuana? He got caught drunk, drunk driving on more than one occasion. Drunk, okay, but it was, it was out of season. It was not, you know, a, a week before the Olympics. So he got a two-month or three-month suspension. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like getting it's it's like uh, suspending um, a a football an NFL football player right now for six weeks. You're out for six, there, well, there are, are no NFL games. Okay, I'll take the suspension. So Phelps got away with it, 
and 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 she doesn't. So before we're done, where are we going to go with this story? You know where we're going to go. Why her, but not blank? Mm-hmm. And you just fill in the blank. Next story. Okay. Unless you want to, <laughs> unless you got anything more to say. No, I think that's right. Uh, is this too stupid for us to talk about? This guy is becoming a real problem. Clay Travis, who hosts the morning show on Fox Sports Radio and now is one half of the team that is over, it is uh, taken over for Rush Hudson Limbaugh III, still using My City Was Gone as their theme song at You're noon kidding. every day. No, they're what? still absolutely as they. Oh, my God. I had the privilege of listening on day one, and there was that beautiful bass line for the Pretenders. Opening up America and just begging people to compare them to one of the largest assholes in American history, Rush Hudson Limbaugh III. Fox's Clay Travis making an excuse for fake anthem controversy about the U.S. women's soccer team. You may have heard about this. They were actually in Mexico to play a game, and a World War II veteran played the national anthem on his harmonica. And uh, immediately, at least one, I think it was some Canadian press agency, picked up the story that some of the uh, American players turned their back to uh, the guy who was playing the harmonica. Uh, as it turns out later, some of them turned to face the actual American flag. Some of them actually faced uh, Pete Dupre, I believe is the name of the World War II veteran, making this a fake controversy. However, Clay Travis says it's okay for us to jump on a fake story because it's believable. Brad, is this too stupid for us to discuss? Um, it is too stupid for us to discuss, but... It really goes under the headline of, well, this is what they do. Uh, this is a thing that they will pound for a few days until the until the next one comes along. So, so clearly, um, it is too stupid. It is too stupid to uh, to talk about. So they're uh, really there. But, but, a lot of, wait, I want to go back. To, wait, I want to go back to this. These guys using yes. Yeah. The Limbaugh theme. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, you know, we can we can do a hundred analogies. And of, this would have been as if Jay Leno would have continued to use, uh, you know, Paul Anka's Tonight Show theme played by Doc Severinsen for 30 years when Jay Leno took over the Tonight Show. And of course, he didn't do that. You can think about Jay Leno anything you want. But that, that would that would have been the dumbest. This is the dumbest thing ever. This, but, but on the other hand, I'm completely wrong about that because the people who would still tune in to those right-wing sewer radio stations, yeah. by the way, I think I can just start using that all the time. That was my description it was. of radio as we got fired from WBT. I said radio is a right-wing sewer, and WBT was and, of course, still is. Um but it really, really describes those radio stations, and therefore, I guarantee you, not one person, not one person is offended who is a core listener to Limbaugh and the succeeding show because they just think it's they're saluting him, they are praising him, they're 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 helping him live on with us, and of course, it's pathetic. It reeks of it. it, it reek to me. It reeks of radio executives and or consultants getting involved, and and to me that's great because that means these guys are going to die an awful death. It feels to me like no, no, you want to use the same same theme song because it really establishes the familiarity with the audience. To me, that's what it is, and that's what it feels like. And I hope it really accelerates their doom because obviously, if you have that theme song, people are going to mentally compare you to Rush Limbaugh who, while being a tremendous asshole, had a, an amazing amount of talent. That, that to me, was – and these guys have nothing near that. So if they fall short in that comparison, then I'm, I'm all for that. But that, that's what it feels like to me, having gone through the rigors of really intelligent radio executives and consultants trying to get their fingers into the pie any way possible. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It, no. At, at, at any level, really – except that the distorted brainwave field of right-wing sewer radio actually could be the exception to this rule. They're that crazy. They're they're that far down into the tank with the ideas. Exactly. this This just makes me feel better. 
about well, listening to this show. I feel better about listening. It's almost like I'm still listening to Rush. No, you're not. And um, yeah, the, you, you and I talk to you. You and I know that a lot of people who are executives and who are in decision making processes in that particular industry are not of the mindset of being conservatives. They're not. They fake it. They try to do. This, and this shows how much regard they have for that audience. It's so Pavlovian. That's all you got to do is just play the music. They'll drool and we'll get the ratings. And that's all that happens. And that's to me that that's what this feels like. I mean, I could be wrong. Last one. Is this too stupid for us to talk about? Potential Herschel Walker Senate run in Georgia raising some GOP concerns. Herschel Walker, of course, the Heisman Trophy winner, one of the greatest college football players of all time, who did eh, okay, but not great in the National Football League, really was the basis for the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl runs back in the 90s because they traded him for a shit ton of, of draft picks. Brad, is this too stupid for us to uh, to discuss? Donald Trump is really in favor of Herschel Walker being the senator from the great state of Georgia. Well, well if you could uh, help us here, what are the concerns? Because I uh, oh. I have a, I have a, a this is a sidebar before we get back to that. I I am demanding that reporters, journalists, stop with the crutch phrase, the crutch question that they use when they really have nothing of substance to ask someone about. It's a sentence that begins with, are you concerned about? Mm -hmm. Okay, because no, they're not concerned. They wouldn't be talking to you if they weren't. Are you concerned that there could be another attack on the? Well, of course, stop it. So stop using the phrase, are you concerned? And here's a, this story is a perfect example it is. of it. Uh, so what are the quote-unquote concerns? Directly from foxnews.com, uh, the increasing likelihood of a Walker candidacy has some Georgia conservatives scratching their heads, if I may. They're saying he will need to show that he is conservative, according to uh, Representative Doug Collins, a Trump ally, Ooh, late last week on his radio program. That's a yeah. totally racist statement because what you that's think? saying is when, when you look at him, he's a black guy. They're not Gee. really – they got to really prove that they're suck-ups like uh, Tim Scott or or uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the quarterback, J.C. Watts or, mm -hmm. or whatever, one of those guys. Many in the uh, GOP are waiting for signals from Walker, the former star professional football player and college gridiron legend in the Peach State. He won a Heisman Trophy and helped steer the University of Georgia to a college football national championship, has been encouraged by the Trump run for the Senate, by, by Trump, rather, to run for the Senate. Wouldn't it be great if the legendary Herschel Walker ran for the United States Senate in Georgia, Trump wrote in a statement in March. He would be unstoppable, just like the he well, was when he played for the Georgia Bulldogs and in the NFL. What are we missing there, Brad? Who did well, he also receive a check from when he played professional football? He, he played for Trump. That's exactly uh, right. He got a shit ton I, of cash. Yeah. Can I uh, can I uh, examine this a little bit further? Th this really is too stupid for us to talk about. And here's why: <laughs> because it it is a story that does not exist. It it is if the yeah. quote you're using is what Trump said four months ago about this offhandedly to someone somewhere. Uh, on a, a a morning interview with Fox and Friends about Herschel Walker. Here it is four months later. You know, Walker, he really doesn't have, of course he doesn't. How should I say it? The necessities That's to, right. to, uh, to be a U.S. senator. He is, if I can make the comparison, since we have to, to, to use race here, um, Raphael Warnock, by any measure, is clearly a very, very extremely qualified, correct, intelligent, well-spoken, familiar with the issues, Senator. I mean, how many times I've, I've seen him and you, you know, how many times has a microphone been shoved in front of his face and he's perfect. Yeah. He's excellent. Now you may Everyone. not agree with, with, um, he, you know, he's a liberal. You may not, agree, but, Herschel Walker knows nothing. No. He knows nothing. He's an idiot. 
Okay, but, there we go. He's an idiot. People uh, with sports backgrounds in college football in the South are getting elected to the United States Senate. Hi, I'm Tommy Tuberville. Have we met? So well, that, he, he's an idiot, but he's a white idiot. Exactly. And, and so exactly. he gets a pass. So nobody so, said, I, I, when, when Tommy Tuberville was running, nobody goes, you know, he's going to really have to show his bona fides as a conservative. We're going to need to see his uh, his 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 little his DNA to make sure yeah. that this guy is a conservative. So yeah. that there's your difference right there. Right, I can right. I can play that tune in two notes. Right. All right. Uh, th- those are all those are all too stupid to uh, uh, <laughs> easily to, to, to talk about. So I'm, I'm glad we didn't waste any time. That's right. Uh, on any of them because they they were all just 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 too, too stupid they were they were just too dumb all right um uh, let's talk about uh, uh carolina and mrs mrs jones okay yeah yeah um uh, uh uh hannah nicole jones has said no no to uh the university of north carolina and their uh, offer to give her tenure in the uh, night chair of journalism at uh, UNC after uh, not wanting to give it to her. And so the vote went positive finally the other day. Um, and you knew, you knew she wasn't going to take it because yeah, it was so insulting. It was I such agree. a begrudging vote. I and agree. Uh, she's she's going to get the same gig at Howard University in Washington. Now, my take on this is that the uh, Republicans, the conservatives who are um, on the uh, um, on the UNC board that that, uh, that that did this vote, okay, um, they're going to say nothing for a while. They're going to keep quiet. And they're going to treat this just like they treated January 6th. First, they're going to lie about it. Then they're going to pretend nothing happened. Okay. And then they're going to blame her. Sound familiar? I mm-hmm. think that's what first they're going to go quiet on it. And, and secondly, they're going to start throwing in a little dark. Oh, well, she ends up going to Howard University. We know what they are. It figures that she would run to the shelter of an all black, mostly university where, and you know, they, who, you know, who also went to Howard, that awful Kamala Harris, who we hate so much right, and won't right. go to the border. She, we, that tells you what Howard's all about. Right. 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 So they're, they're going to throw, so they can, they can put their racism on the back burner for a little bit. Let the story move forward. Um, and then attack her for causing the problem that forced them to vote against giving her tenure initially that they eventually changed on enough of them to give it to her. Right. And, and it's, then they, it's, they her throw their, it's her fault. It's her they fault. They throw up their hands and go, Hey, we, we gave it to her. She didn't take it. We, we did it. You know, yeah, what they, more did you want? What exactly. More did you want? She got what she wanted. That's right. You, you know, you give them something and God That's damn right. it. They want more. We made Barack they, Obama they president more. of the United States and they just wanted so much more. They want all these other things. My God, it's just, a, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, no, you're right. That's exactly how the story plays out. I don't blame her in the least for yeah. turning it down because as you say, the whole thing was batted about. She was treated rather shabbily. And in the end, they by, finally said, okay, fuck it. Here's your tenure. That, that's I mean, essentially what they did. I don't know if you read, did you read uh, Joe Killian's take on it? The, the, his version today? Because she she told Joe Killian, she told Joe Killian that the minute the minute it started to be a controversy, she got twenty calls from universities around the country saying, "We'll take you, we'll be happy to have you." And so once you know that, once you know that, then the thought that she would have ever actually accepted UNC after they first threw sand into the gears. You realize that that this was an inevitability that she would say no and go go somewhere else. I wish it would have been Duke. I wish oh, it would have been you. Duke how, so much. How dare you? Yeah, that's the yeah. Joe Killian piece, and it, he uh, has an exclusive. And I think this is the proper term of the exclusive interview with her at NC Policy Watch. If you want to go check that out, uh, I and, and part of part of what bothers me about this story is that the folks who are in charge at UNC, they're not going to do like um, 
a triage on this or they're not going to do a post-mortem on this to figure out, you know, how did we fuck this up? And if anything like this comes up in the future, how can we avoid fucking this up again? I don't think they're going to learn any lesson from this. I, I really don't. Um, well, you know, there's, 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 there's two levels here. There, 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 there's two, two levels. Um, you know, first it's the, the Republicans in, in office in this state who forced this. And then there's the administration at UNC, which kind of acquiesced all along the way and didn't step out to defend her vigorously from the get-go, from, from, from the very second it started. They let her twist in the wind they did. too long. It didn't feel like she had that kind of support that you would want to uh, fend off political interference, political intervention in a process that really should have been a fairly perfunctory, but it wasn't. So... Uh, my question is, does this incident alone, alone, knock the University of North Carolina out of that category of uh, what we call public ivies? Mm. Uh, that's University of Michigan. That's uh, UNC. That's UCLA. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, these are you know public universities that really are, you know, William and Mary. Um, University of Virginia, um, d does it knock UNC down a notch because of this? This is a real, this, this hurts. Well, I think there was always somewhat of an illusion on that stuff, but certainly since the Republicans have tried to gum up the works over the past several years at the University of North Carolina and tried to impose their will, because we've talked about this, it's been going back many, many years, certainly during the civil, what we call the civil rights era and those student protests in the sixties, it always galled a lot of folks around here that UNC got to act the way it did. And the students were able to protest and stuff like that. So the Republicans couldn't wait to get in there and try to fix it. Quote, well, no, unquote, we, fix we know it. that we know that, but up until recently, the university operated with enough autonomy yeah. and there were, there were enough layers in between them and, and, politicians picking up the phone or some uh, alumni asshole in texas donating 25 million dollars and thinking he can run the show that that didn't happen now yeah. it's happening so that's why i asked does this hurt unc's reputation you know that much more oh i think it does and and, and 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 in addition an inexperienced coach of the basketball team <laughs> might hurt he better, he better bring it. He better bring it fast. They don't give you five years at UNC to turn to, to keep it going. There have been that. a number of activists that have said when it comes, you know, when it comes to the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, that that there have been some steps made to kind of rectify some past uh, injustices against African Americans. But there have been some, in some cases, UNC has turned a blind eye toward this. And if you have, if you're someone who has. Uh, a child who happens to be, I don't want to use that phrase anymore, an African-American child. And you're like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't send my kid here. Maybe I should look somewhere else. Maybe I should look in an ABC, HBCU like Howard university well, or I, one of, one of the others, because I don't, I, because I don't think that they're, they're doing the right thing. And they did treated this woman pretty badly in a very public way. Right. But, and, and that's all true, but I, I'm not even, I'm not talking about the, the racial issue specifically here i'm talking about the reputation of the university there's not mm -hmm. one place in the country where, that doesn't have the same kind of problems you were just describing i mean there's why do hb uh, historically black even exist they exist well, because of that and and they and still it, exist and they're, they're they're still you know thriving because you know, don't, don't forget don't forget pat mccrory when he was governor tried to shut one down he tried to get rid of Elizabeth City State University, yeah. as you recall. So there, yeah. that that that's part of the reason is no. It's I don't think you can separate the racial component of this because that's part of what the Republicans who are trying to get their 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 hands into the pie there at the University of North Carolina they they hate this wokeness. They're against it, and they, they they you know this this woman part of her calling card probably part of what Nicole Hannah Jones had done was you know the sixteen nineteen project and her involvement in that. And instead of taking pride in that because she happened to be have ties to the university, they saw this as a problem. 
this is a problem. We can't have this wokeness, her walking around with all this wokeness all over the place. Oh, no, no. And then eventually, when they were shamed into it, they basically said, here, fuck you. Here's your tenure. And she goes, eh, not so much. I'm, I'm not really interested. So I think there is a, a bit of a racial component. But I, I, yeah, I do think it damages the reputation of the university going forward. I don't think there's any any question about it. As long as these yahoos are going to try to, to gum up the works and try to change things. I, I just know from whatever small personal experience I have with uh, two kids who, who went to school in North Carolina and then applied to two colleges and it was time. One of them had better grades than the other one. And uh, the, the one with the better grades applied to five places around the country, got into all five. One of them was UNC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the others were the University of Richmond uh William and Mary and Brandeis and mm. Tufts and she was pretty she was pretty dumb she she should have studied right. more and, and UNC those five she got into yeah. all five and uh she was this close to going to to UNC mm. uh because uh of the cost because it was a relative bargain compared to, to some of the other ones absolutely it turned out that everything worked out okay. She went, she went somewhere else. But I'm thinking, if this was now, if this was now, and my my kid was exactly the same, nothing is identical, can't be. But I, I just think the push, and this happens at every high school in this state, I think that you know you, it's drilled into you that uh, going to to, to Carolina. Yeah, unless you're really rich or something and you think that that's beneath you, that's a different category of people. That's what High Point University was invented for. Um, <laughs> Dumb rich kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did some truth spill out? Let me wipe that up. Right. Uh, but but it, it is essentially drilled into you, and it's by tradition that, that UNC is a, uh, it's a goal. It's, it's yeah. an aspirational goal for, for kids who do really, really well. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, it doesn't, it, it can take a hundred years to build a reputation and a and hundred minutes to kill it. And I just, I just wonder, we'll see. It, pain, it pains me to say, it pains me to say this for folks who are detractors, but part, part of what you're saying was accurate. And I think part of it was marketing. I don't know if UNC is UNC anymore. I don't know if it is that quote unquote great university that I grew up with. I, I'm I'm not sure if in 2021, uh, I know there's a lot of great people doing a lot of great things there and it's still a great place to get an education. But I, I, again, I wonder if on the edges and on the margins, enough of this stuff has been jacked with to where it ain't what it was. And that's, that's the reputation that you talked about uh, nationally that people are going to go. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, you don't I, even want to be thinking about it. You, exactly. you, you don't want to be thinking about it. you. You want to go, hey, blue chip university, top of the heap, always at the top of the rankings. So whatever, whatever reasons those those distorted rankings exist, and we know how 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 screwed up they are. All right, okay, that's. A, I think I think we've we've uh, we've we, we fixed that problem. We've certainly addressed it, and uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Yes. Now. Yeah. Everybody, everything will be fine from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, wait a minute. I, this is such a great story. I love this story. I I, I just saw this one um, uh, a few minutes ago. Here it is. This is just the best. We have a guy in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, Hello. which is which is uh, right next to Camden, Philadelphia. It's right there. It's a, oh, kind of a Philadelphia suburb. Sure. Friday, he gives out his address to somebody who's videoing him with their camera and he challenged them to visit his house bring whoever cops identify the guy's name was edward matthews middle name cagney 45 so the video goes viral and yesterday hundreds of people show up at his house and they start protesting we want edward we want edward this is according to the uh, philadelphia inquirer so now the cops show up to protect him. They because, as you know, police have nothing more to do than no. provide police protection to no. an ass. 
Two and yes. a half. On, a, on the 4th of July weekend. There's really There's nothing no doubt more. About so he comes out, tries to apologize, but the protesters are having none of it. Uh, then a middle-aged blonde woman darts out from among the crowd, plants a kiss on Mr. Matthews, and says, God bless you, sir. Then Marjorie Taylor Greene disappeared back into the crowd. Okay, I added that part. See, I added not, that part no, to it, but it is see. it is a real story. As Clay and, Travis would say, it's believable, so it's okay for us to say that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that part is is not true, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, and uh, by the way, his excuse is he's drunk. I was drunk. That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. I'm sorry. That's that's not a thing. What was it? What's that? What's that sleep drug that a lot of you baby boomers like to take a lot? And then they were when people Ambien? would say, "Yeah, people." Wasn't there a, a period of time when somebody people would do shit and they would blame it on Ambien? Like Joe Scarborough, he said "fuck" on Morning Joe one time and he blamed it on Ambien. And then there would be some other bad behavior, and suddenly people would start blaming it on Ambien. No, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people who get drunk and don't invite people to their house and, and, and are idiots. I, I know a lot of people who do that. I'm sorry. I, I just don't. I know that's semi anecdotal, but I, your drinking doesn't excuse anything or give you license to be a dumbass. Sorry. Video appears to show Mr. Matthews approaching one of his neighbors and repeatedly getting into the man's face using the N word, swearing oh. at him. Uh, That's unfortunate. Mr. Matthews claimed, uh, I was born in America. This isn't Africa. Learn your laws. I can say whatever I want. Let me ask you something. Yeah. In all the times that you've drunk alcohol, has has the alcohol made you use the N-word? Has it, has it just overpowered, taken control of your mouth and made you form the N-word? Um, no, but <laughs> believe it or not, uh, it enabled me to run the hundred meters in under eleven <laughs> seconds. Well, you know, rules are rules. The rules, rules are, are the rules, Brad. Rules are rules, and you, you got to go by what they uh, what they ask you to uh, <laughs> to, to do. Mean, to some, in some ways, that's kind of the irony of this, because you know, whenever the next Olympic Games are, because they had to skip the ones. I don't know when. The, when eventually, the Olympic Games are going to be they're going to be uh, sponsored by these pot companies, right? It, like it, the 2028 Olympics, the you know the hundred meter dash we brought to you by uh, Shikari. It'll be hurt. She'll have her own brand of pot. Shikari brand Kush. That that that's eventually going to happen, and not in yeah. my lifetime, and probably you know sooner, you know probably sooner than you think before the end of the decade. That shit's going to happen. That that's the irony of all that. Yeah. Hey, did you see? Uh, did you see Marv Albert's last game on Saturday? Did you watch I, it? I unfortunately did not check it out. I was not. Did they do a fitting tribute to him? Well. Um, uh, you know, this was the, uh, the, the Milwaukee Atlanta game, game six, Milwaukee won. And, um, when the game was over, you know, they have that hour long, just, it's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah. Just, they're just goofing around. <laughs> it is uh, Shaquille O'Neal and, <laughs> and Ernie Kenny, Johnson, Kenny Smith and, yeah. and, and Charles Barkley. So, so they really can do whatever they want. So after the, the painfully difficult, task of uh, watching the coaches do their their press conferences boy you know sports was uh, so much worse when we didn't see the press conferences with the coaches after it's, game well, it's, it's better it's so much, it's, way it's better so now. good now right. you idiots back in the 60s and 70s what dumbasses you, know, you we were had no idea <laughs> anyway so they, they get through that and then there was you could tell it was going to open up here and uh the the three of them uh, Shaq wasn't there the three guys they're talking to marv and they're just saying the nicest things about him and um for for those of us of almost any age in other words under about 80 um marv Howard is the voice of the uh the nba for a lot of people maybe in the new york area he was the voice of the the new york rangers forever he loved to do That's hockey correct. too he's pretty good at that and uh, I loved him as a play-by-play guy on NFL football. I thought he was great there because I, I he didn't that. have he didn't have to do the play-by-play because you know on TV you get to be yourself. You can just you can just be 
if there's a if there's a way for this man to be underrated, if you ever saw him do boxing, he was a pretty good boxing oh, announcer God. too. Oh yes, he, he was pretty. People don't talk about that a lot because I mean, boxing is you know not existent now. But when they used to show it on TV pretty regularly, and I, I again, we were I used to watch a show called Sports World on NBC, which was their answer to Wide World of Sports, and they had him doing boxing, and I, I that's when I first experienced him. I thought this is he was a really good boxing announcer. Yeah, well, I mean, there wasn't anything he wasn't good at, mm -hmm. um, but uh, and I'd forgot he, he really was in broadcasting for 65 years. I mean, he started when he was 15 or 16. Right. And, and he was the play by play guy for the New York Knicks by the time he was like 22 or 23. Correct. Um, so, uh, again, you know, there will not be another one. I, and, and he very self-effacing. Yeah, about it. You could tell he wasn't the kind of guy that wanted to talk about himself, but they were very nice. And it must be said that uh, Charles Barkley was unbelievable. He was really unbelievably gracious. He says, look, he says, I've been in the NBA now for a total of 36 years. And uh, you have been the guiding voice all yeah. the way through. And there was hardly anything more thrilling than the first time you said my name. Wow, <laughs> on that's a, uh, on, on a on a on a broadcast, and that's pretty Barclay, cool. Barkley was very 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 cool about. It. Now, here's the question: Twenty years ago, Marv Albert got involved, yeah, and got in a lot of trouble, he did. and got suspended, fired from uh, his job, yeah, uh, for being involved. And I can't even remember the details now. It he was, was involved. Kind of he was involved us in, in a hotel room with a woman. There was a bite mark well, on her. Some kind of crazy I, shit like I that. I think it was a bit more than a bite bite mark. And there was some question as to whether it was consensual or not. And I think right. he ended up settling the lawsuit and he lost everything for a few years and then eventually came back. But is your question, if it happened today, would he be just permanently canceled and I, thrown out? I, and, guess, I guess I don't even have to ask the question. I, so might, now, yeah. so that brings up the issue. Are we better off now than we were 20 years ago? You know, you got you got me on that. I I I, I don't know what the answer to that is. I'm I'm not sure what the answer to that is. It's it's very difficult in these days to separate the the artist from the art, right? As much as uh, you loved Bill Cosby when you were young, and I was I loved Bill Cosby when I was young, and now you can't look at it the same way. And I always thought Kevin Spacey was an amazing actor, and I loved a lot of Kevin Spacey movies. It's always very difficult to separate the artist from the art, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like in the case of Bill Cosby, why do I have a feeling we're we're not even in about the third inning of this story? Because do you think he's actually serious in thinking he can go back out there? And I mean, he what? First of all, I thought he was blind. I thought yeah. he was infirm. What happened? Yeah. I guess, you know, two years in prison, that'll make you healthy immediately. Everybody always says how great you feel while you're in prison. It well, really does. Remember the, the guy who was in the, the, the Oval Office before the current guy used the, the term vindication as a cudgel. And I just feel like that's that's he's he's going to vindicate. And then supposedly to show your support. Uh, of real America against woke America, you're going to go see Bill Cosby. I don't know if that's what he's thinking, or I, I'm, I I'm not imagine. sure. I, 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 I can't imagine because remember, he was not he was not uh, exonerated of no. his crimes. No, he, but you, th this, this he, wasn't a case where they they found the DNA of some other guy, and now that guy's going to prison, and Cosby to, got let out because he he was unfairly convicted. The story from his camp is, I mean, that's, that's essentially the story is that he, well, but that's, that's just not the story. That, it's that absolutely, not, it's, it's a complete lie. Yeah. And it, you know, you, know, you, you will find some people who will parrot that, but you're right. It's not, it was a technicality and, and that's why he's walking around well, free. Yeah. And, and you could argue it, it wasn't even a technicality. It really was a violation of yeah. the rules. And yeah. you know, you have the right, this is terrible to say, you have the right to strike a confidential settlement with people and pay them to go away and leave you mm. alone. If you're willing to sit there in civil court, confess your sins and then say, I did it, but here's money. Everybody needs to be quiet about this and you can't talk about what I just said. And then the criminal side 
picked up what was said in the civil trial and used it 10 years later to go after Bill Cosby. And his his lawyers said that was illegal all along. And the Pennsylvania Supreme Court agreed that the, the Cosby got railroaded that way. But that doesn't mean that they didn't do. I mean, he had already admitted he did all this shit. So mm. be, be, it, it makes him no martyr. It makes him no legal martyr. He's not like the guy who was in prison for 30 years for a murder he didn't commit. And and that's what they're trying to position this as. And I think you're right that there are going to be enough people who will not know those simple facts. They're yeah. not interested in hearing them. And uh, I'm wondering if, the, um, if there is such a thing as the formerly Bill Cosby supportive media, if there was a section of that, and I need to be careful here, right? As I say this, because well, there was some. Well, Fox uh, News was will 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 twist this, or leave out facts. Again, we're always back to January sixth, which is the, it's, Tom, a, it's a it's a sixth anniversary, a six month anniversary today, as we speak right, right now. Right, so the time passes, and and uh, suddenly, oh, be so Bill Cosby. And, you know, I'm surprised the petitions aren't already out there to restore his restore no. his sitcom to Nick at night. Why? Why is Why are they? Be, yeah. you know, he's, he's out of jail. OK, so, so who is going to but who's going to book him again? I would I would encourage Hillsdale and Liberty University and all these other horseshit places to open up their massive auditoriums to the Bill Cosby tour. You know that you can have, have it at those places and you can kill woke America or whatever the hell you guys are trying to do. Uh, boy, I, I I don't think that's going to work. I don't either. I I, I don't think it's going to work. And I don't either. It, it it shouldn't. And you know he he goes into the you know the Trump Bernie Madoff category that I have of look he got away with it for you know seventy some years. Okay, so too bad. You yep. you know you got nailed at the end. Uh, and then we always say, well, would you trade seventy years? 75 years of that shit if you knew at the very end that it would all be exposed and 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 you would be a, a pariah forever that's what trump is is fighting right now he's he's fighting himself he's fighting his 45 50 year public career correct of of of, of dishonesty and theft and disregarding the laws that apply to everyone else and mm. you know they're trying to turn it around and saying it's not fair to apply the law to Donald Trump that you don't apply to uh, everyone else, which eventually gets you back to why does anyone who makes a lot of money, why do they ever get audited? What about all those other people? That's where you get to, right? And, and of course, the, the answer is you audit, you should be auditing the people in the top 1% way more because that's where the money is. That's yeah. where the cheating is really, really going on. But those those people also can afford lawyers and accountants that represent well, themselves. But and those guys in, eventually end up getting away with stuff. But it's I'm, a guy that makes thirty five grand a year that makes a you know he makes a, a, an error on some sort of donation to a charity and he gets nailed. One of the arguments that Republicans make against um, some of the legislation that is being held up or or, or, or screwed with in the uh, in in the House and and, and the Senate. Is, you know, because Joe Biden wants to put a lot more money into the IRS and start enforcing the laws. Now, remember, for again, for your entire life, you've heard every person who runs for president say that there are zillions of dollars that go uncollected that are legally owed. Yeah. And if we just collected that money, we wouldn't have as big a deficit. Or what? All right. It was true then. It was true 10 years ago. It's true today. So, of course, if Joe Biden does it, naturally, you know, he's he's conducting class warfare on the rich unfairly. If if the uh, the, the bulk of the the audits are going to go towards you know upper income people, that's that's a war on on rich people, as always. But it's not clearly you owe the money. You should be paying the taxes and it's, it shouldn't depend on how good your accountant is. It's not going to work. Um, so. Uh, I, I, I don't know where it's all gonna, where it's all gonna end up here. But uh, Cosby, I mean, I, I, he he's an idiot. He he really is an idiot because you know he's the he is now the luckiest man in the world. Mm -hmm. By the way, I just watched Pride of the Yankees two nights ago. It was just oh, 
Yeah, Gehrig. Major League MLB Network runs it in yeah. prime time, and so we we had it on. And, and Lou Gehrig was the luckiest man in the world. That's what he said. Of course, he was dead very soon after. Um, <laughs> Brad and Brit.com.